The Social Introvert. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 363. You can find the show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis. I have a podcast Instagram page, which is at the Social Introvert Podcast, and the Twitter podcast page is at Social Intro Pod. Send your thoughts. You got any questions? Need some advice? Could be about anything. Doesn't matter. Send those emails to the Social Introvert Podcast at gmail.com. So, real quick, man, before I get into the show, real quick. By the way, um, um, I'm a little hip hop out. I know that sounds a little crazy, uh, but I, I want to make this episode um, R&B centered, man. So we we gonna be playing some some neo soul slash R&B joints today. But real quick, uh, so I love when I get put onto something brand new, and I get a little overexcited about it. So this thing in particular is involving cruises. Um, I'm familiar with Carnival and, you know, the Disney Cruise, Royal Caribbean, and then there's something else. I I can't think of the name right now. Got to put my phone on silent, but there was one cruise in particular that I did not know about until just a few weeks ago. Uh, The company is Viking, Viking Cruises, and I'm going through the catalog and I'm blown away. Um, let me see. Let me pull up some real quick. Let me, I got a, a little pamphlet. I don't know, I guess. Uh, here's some of the places. Rhine Getaway, which is eight days from Basel to uh, Amsterdam. Uh, Danube Waltz is an eight-day cruise from Passau to Budapest. Uh, Romantic Danube, which is eight days, Budapest to uh, Regensburg. Let me, let me see, let me see, ocean, yeah, ocean voyages, um, let me see, iconic western Mediterranean, eight days from Rome to Barcelona, and I'm not going to go through this whole thing, because, let me see, what else they have, uh, let me see what else, what else, what else, let me see if I find something else that I, there was another one, oh, here it is, here it is. I apologize. Pharaohs and Pyramids, a 12-day cruise, Cairo, Luxor, Nile, and then back to Cairo, Egypt. And um, let me just give you a price. Let me turn this light on, man, because, oh, Lord. So this is Pharaohs and Pyramids. It's a 12-day cruise from Cairo to Luxor to the Nile and then back to Cairo. So you get to see the pyramids and all of that good shit. Set sail from $5,399. You'd be like, shit, what? And I said the same thing. And I'm like, well, is everything paid for? Pretty much. I mean, hell, for $5,400, yeah, everything better be paid for. This is nothing um, compared. Like, this, this blows the roof off of the carnival cruise in royal caribbean 
and I would argue the Disney cruise, but you know, people, oh, the Disney this Disney, Disney this, Disney that. They think Disney is like the magnum opus of everything. Um, not impressed. But yeah, this right here, Viking Cruises. What is this? Where's the website? Is it yeah, Viking.com? I was very impressed. Special savings up to free round trip international airfare expires October 31st, 2021. Oh, past that, goddamn. Uh, but this this little booklet is from 2022 to 2023. So, yeah, they have expeditions. They have cruises that last up to a year. They have cruises that last up to maybe three to six months. Um, yeah, man, I was highly impressed with what I was looking at through this thing. Viking cruises. Anyway, so let's get into this episode um like i said we don't need to hear anything else from else from the smiths excuse me what is he saying what is will saying like just shut up will this is on hotnewhiphop.com um and it says will smith tried dating fresh prince co-star karen parsons she rejected him and it's like fam you're embarrassing yourself at this point like your wife don't like you like, she's basically telling us in code, hey, I hate this nigga. Um, I want him to cheat on me. So now it can flip the script and he looked like the bad guy. That's basically it. Um, I feel very bad for Will. I don't want to rescue this nigga no more. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm very sad. Uh, update with the World incident. The FBI is now involved. So there you go. But back to this Will Smith ordeal. Let's see. Fans have been metabolizing all of the revelations Will Smith shared in his new memoir. And some have noted that there was almost a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air romance on set. The rapper turned actor's television career was in its infancy when the now classic series premiered in 1990. And it didn't take long for audience, audiences to fall in love with the Banks family. It was near the end of the show's run that Smith would begin dating wife Jada Pinkett Smith, the woman that hates him, truly. But in his memoir, Will, the actor reportedly stated that there was a time when he had a bit of a crush on his Fresh Prince co-star, Karen Parsons. Uh, let me see. Parsons portrayed uh, Smith's snooty, bougie cousin Hillary Banks on the series, but off screen, he wanted there to be more between them. She was smart enough to tell me, hell no, when I tried to explain we were not really cousins, so it would be fine if we dated, Smith reportedly wrote. I swear it won't mess up our working relationship. She knew better than that. Good call, KP. Smith has been on his press tour of his memoir, and much like his wife, daughter, and mother-in-law's Red Table Talk, these new secrets of the Smith family are now coming from the actor himself. Hey, look, like I said, is that, yeah, that's the end of the article. Like I said, um, I'm listening and jamming out to this Jaden Smith, the cool tape volume three. Um, I love the direction that Jaden Smith is going into, uh, excellent album. And then let me see there. Cause there's another version of the cool tape volume three. What is it called? Um, the summer, the summer edition or something like that. Let me look it up because this is an amazing album. Um, I, I just, I like Jaden's sound. 
Jaden Smith CTV3. Oh, my bad. Not Summer Edition. Day Trippers Edition. So there's a Cool Tape Volume 3. And then there's a Deluxe Edition, which is titled Day Trippers Edition. Both great. But yeah, I don't want to hear anything else from the Smith family unless it's about Jaden dropping some bops. That's it. Good Lord. Um, and people are like, man, you need to buy the book. I ain't buying that book. I'm not buying that shit. But whatever. Paul Rudd, a.k.a. Ant-Man, named People's 2021 Sexiest Man Alive. Moving on. Um... <laughs> Look, man, like I, I don't, I don't swing that way, but at the same time, it's like, it's, it's Paul Rudd. When I look at Paul Rudd, it's just this goofy ass dude from, what was that movie? Um, I think it's like a spinoff of Knocked Up. Is it called This Is 40 or something like that? If I'm not mistaken. Is it, I don't know. Um. And then the other movie with uh, Sean William Scott called Role Models. And of course, Ant-Man. Like, Paul Rudd is just, I don't know. Like, when I see Paul Rudd, I see him as Ant-Man. But I still see him as Tommy Doyle. Because he played Tommy Doyle in Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. The really bad one. That was like his first role. Yeah, that was his breakout role. And every time I look at Paul Rudd, I think of him back in Halloween 6, and I just laugh. But shout out to Paul Rudd. Good job. Uh, Yeah, man. I'm waiting on Ant-Man 3. That's all I care for. I saw The Eternals, and I have thoughts. I'm not going to rant and be ignorant like I usually am, but I will say it is not good. This is what happens when you take a comic book and you want to um, you want to sit here and do this whole let's alter characters and change them up like shit that no one's really familiar with anyway. But you feel like you need to alter these characters to cater to a certain audience and that certain audience really don't give a shit. They just want a cool superhero movie this is um yeah this this was not good the eternals was horrible the movie was not on my damn radar for starters but i said you know what whatever i get to watch it for free i got alternatives to watch it for free so i'm like why not um that is two hours and 37 minutes of my life i will never get back This movie is five minutes longer than The Dark Knight from 2008. This movie is nowhere near as engaging as the other movie about a man who dresses as a bat chasing down a man um, in clown makeup or in war paint makeup looking like a clown. The Eternals is shit. Shame on you. You have Selma Hayek. And well, I've had a crush on Selma Hayek since I was like six or seven years old. Uh, but anyway, and she still looks great. 
you have Angelina Jolie. Like, I'm not really the biggest Angelina Jolie fan, but I'm like, okay, you, you know, you you got some, you got a star-studded cast here. Where's the disconnect? Yeah, man, Eternals was shit. Um, update on the Chucky TV series. The Chucky TV series is excellent. I didn't think I was gonna like it that much because it's a little skeptical. I didn't know what was gonna happen. And this season, season one, I don't know if it's slated for a season two anytime soon in 2022 or maybe in 2023, but um I hope I get a season two. I really like what I'm getting out of the Chucky TV series. This is great. Um, his girlfriend from, I believe, the, I think it's the Bride of Chucky or Seed of Chucky movies. I never seen those two. Uh, what's her? Uh, is her name? Well, I know the actress's name is Jennifer Tilly. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything. Just watch the series. It's on Sci-Fi and USA Network. Check it out. It's great. Um, If you have Peacock, I think you can watch it, too, for free, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah, um, Chucky TV series is great. Um, Update on the I Know What You Did Last Summer TV series. That is some of the worst shit I've ever seen in my entire life. And we're going to move on to new music. (laughs) Oh, man, I just like I, I just no. No, 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 no. Uh, anyway, uh, let me see. As far as new music, what do I want to play? What do I want to play? So there's an artist by the name of Fabo. No, not Fabo from D4L. <laughs> uh, this artist, he's an R&B singer. Like I said, this episode is nothing but R&B music. Uh, is, let me see. His name is spelled P-H-A-B-O. Fabo. Um, his debut album came out earlier this year. It's called Soul Aquarius. I, I first heard um, this song in particular on the Selection radio. Shout out to Selection. Uh, but anyway, the name of this album is Soul Aquarius. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Go check this album out. Uh, one of my favorite joints off of this album is called Palm Trees. Amazing song. Check it out. The social introvert. Something like a new port, had a nice run. Staying in the train, coming out, pay the fee. Got a dollar in a million places I should be. I could die a thousand ways, but I can't die today. You never muzzle me, my mouth got a lot to say. I speak for everyone but me when I know down to pray. Never tell her not to cry, just kiss her face. I just pull her clothes, tell her it's okay. Be complaining about the circumstances, situation. Could use some therapy, but I ain't explaining. Rehashing, remapping where the pain went. Try to hide it deep down in my brain. Deep diving got me all fucked up. Deep diving photos, it ain't vultures in my cup. I'm tired of hearing loose changes, trying to shake shit up. Surprise, you ain't give up. What you waiting for? Things ain't looking up, I know they gotta be. That pain feel different under palm tree. Just know I'm proud of you, I hope you're proud of me. I told you that the closer I get to my goals, 
Once again, that's Palm Trees by Fabo off of his debut album, Soul Aquarius. It's available on all music streaming platforms. This album is dope from front to back. Go check it out. So, uh, Kanye West. Kanye West uh, was on Drink Champs. Amazing interview. It was a lot of stuff that was just... I, I was surprised he let loose as much as he did during that interview. It was very dope to see. Um, the, the I don't even know where to start with this interview. Uh, some of it was very insightful, like a lot of information to take in, and a lot of it, to me honestly, was was a comedy session. It was like a roast session of Big Sean being um, his worst decision. Uh, basically, when it comes to signing artists, this is the worst decision he's ever made. Um, I don't know why people are so surprised that he said that people have been saying for years, like big Sean ain't nah, like he, he ain't it. Like at one point, big Sean was coming up, you know, finally famous volume one through three. We're like, Oh, okay. This, all right, this is something. And then Kanye West picked him up, wanted him to come to good. And we were like, oh, this is major. This is going to be so dope. And his first two singles, his major singles, were Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay. Marvin Gaye is one of my favorite vocalists of all time. So, you know, whatever. Chardonnay is disgusting, but whatever. The song is terrible. I'm like, no, this ain't it. Then you give us ass, 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 ass. What? And he was right with what he said during that interview about, fam, when you walking through like an airport, you want people to sing a song. You needed to, you know, you want it to feel like it's your theme music. Why would you walk through an airport and the first thing that you hear is somebody saying ass, ass, ass? Like, no, no way. And the finally famous album was horrible. Then you follow it up with Hall of Fame. Don't get don't get me started. I never finished Hall of Fame. I got about like six songs in. I said, "I'm okay. This is it." And people say, "Well, what about uh, man? Don't forget about Dark Sky Paradise." And then whatever freaking album he dropped after that, it was too late by that point. I didn't care. Uh, I haven't even listened to Dark Sky Paradise at all or any of his other albums. I just can't do it. You fucked it up at the first two albums. So why would I? be checking for you after that and then your bars bro like real quick shout out to dead in hip-hop i believe that video is still up on their youtube page and it's big sean versus little wayne who has the worst bars and it's some of the the greatest content ever 
Uh, but yeah, eh, man, like no, like people are so shocked. Well, I, you know, I like Big Sean. I, you do. A lot of us don't. We not rocking with uh Big Sean like that. Like then, no, that's a no go. I just people are so surprised. They're like, I can't believe he said that. Big Sean is dope. I think the only song that I can say I thoroughly enjoy. Um post finally famous in hall of fame is i don't fuck with you and and that's because e40 came in and just killed that that was great um and the beat the beat was great but i mean what the one song that i really rock with when it you know when listening to big sean is final hour final hour was before the debut Final Hour was produced by DJ Don Cannon. That's what got us hyped. We're like, oh shit. Like, if this is what he's coming with, cool. I'm all in. Fam, the first two albums ain't cut it. Anyway, uh, Kanye West is in a video next to Jay Prince. Um, basically issuing out and you know. I guess a squashing of beefs between him and Drake. Um, Kanye looks like he don't want to be there. Honestly, just look at Kanye's body language. You already know he don't want to be there. Uh, You've heard my disdain about Jay Prince. He's one of them old niggas that think he can just. He's. uh, He's Suge Knight right now, basically. Well, not, not to that degree, not to that extreme. But you know what I mean when I say that it's just. You an old nigga, like go sit down somewhere and retire and uh, like go find your oxygen tank or something. What the fuck? And Larry Hoover Jr. Um, is asking Drake to set aside his beef with Kanye West. Honestly, I don't care. I'm going to tell you this, though. Pusha T not moving a damn muscle. He is going to stick that out. And if Drake or anybody says something from that camp, Push is going to go in, and he will not let up. And if it sounds anything similar to Story of Adidon or half of uh, Darkest Before Dawn, because half of that album, if you listen close, he's throwing shots constantly at Birdman and Drake. He'll be the only one to say, no, nah, fuck that. I don't No, nah, We ain't squashing beefs. Because there's something else personal for Pusha T not to let up, on that and sticking to his guns something happened um within the making of what happened to that boy way back in the day i don't know what it is they're not saying anything i really want to know but something must have happened like that kind of you know the straw that broke the camel's back for push but anyway uh let's see what else we got going on here so we have an update with the movie uh, Rust. Man, this is it just keeps getting weirder. Rust crew. OK, Rust crew member may lose arm after poisonous spider bite. According to a recent report by People, a crew member working on the set of Alec Baldwin's Rust is in danger of losing an arm after being bitten by a poisonous brown recluse. Oh, boy. Brown recluse. Rust, which was halted in its tracks after Baldwin accidentally shot and killed filmmaker Helena Hutchins, 
with the prop gun he believed was cold or loaded with blanks has come under great scrutiny in the last few weeks. After Hutchins' tragic death, claims of unsafe set conditions arose. Some crew members pushed back against any claims of wrongdoing, but the facts are that the film's armor is under investigation. As it is revealed, Baldwin's prop gun was actually loaded with at least one, oh, one live round. <clears throat> now with news that Jason Miller, a pipe rigger and lamp operator on the film's rap team, may lose an arm after being bit by a brown recluse. The rest set conditions seem even more dangerous. What are they? Oh my goodness, bro. According to a GoFundMe set up by Miller's family, Miller suffered severe symptoms just days after the initial bite and has undergone numerous surgeries in an attempt to save his arm. In a matter of days, he experienced severe symptoms, including necrosis of his arm and sepsis. Oh, Jesus. What the fuck? He is, I didn't even know you could suffer from that from a brown recluse. But anyway, he has been hospitalized and endured multiple surgeries each day as doctors do their best to stop the infection and try to save his arm from amputation. It will be a very long road to recover for Jason if the medical team at Albuquerque Lovelace is able to save his arm. If under worse circumstances, he loses his arm. This is a life-changing and devastating event for Jason and his family. People reported that Miller's GoFundMe campaign has already raised 8,000. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Wait. Um, oh, $8,400. $3,400 more than their $5,000 goal. But it is unclear if the financial assistance will be enough to save his arm. Oh, my goodness. Like, who? Yeah, we, we need more. Like, what's is this film cursed? Like, what's going on? We need more from this. I really want to know more about Helena Hutchins, Alec Baldwin, and I believe, who was it? The the director or the producer of the film? The producer or something like that? Something must have been going on. Had to. Uh, the armor, apparently, um, a couple weeks ago, when I bought it to the show, this was not her first time screwing up with weapons on set like i think nicholas cage it was another movie but nicholas cage picked a gun up and um i guess kind of playing around and then fired off in the air and he thought it was like a gun full of blanks but it was an actual loaded gun he was angry and um i think he stormed off set or whatnot but they keep bringing her back for some odd reason and the reason was is because so she Nicolas Cage was trying to get her fired and they didn't really follow up with that because I guess of cheaper cost and they could afford her um, and it was less work to go and get an actual professional armor with more experience than it would to you know just a whole bunch of bullshit a bunch of laziness basically Um, this is crazy I don't, <laughs> this is insane. Um, and as far as film sets go involving guns, Dwayne, the rock Johnson no longer wants guns on any of the sets of the films that he's starring in. He wants no guns involved. So, uh, good on him. Don't care about that. I'm ready for black Adam. So real quick, 
we're gonna get into some more music let me see what we got here uh let me see eric bellinger has a brand new album out called new light i'm a big fan of eric bellinger uh one of my favorite songs off of this album is called truly yours featuring dom kennedy and the game check it out my name is jason oh you already know right yeah, I'm from Westside Bomb. I mean, Westside Comp. Nah, 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 nah. Ain't no thug. I just look like this. Oh, these? Nah, these my brother Chucks. He be, he put the red strings in them. He be playing around and shit. Where you from, though? Thank you, I'm bowling. I'm chilling, we cooling, yeah. On top of the mountain, overlooking the ruins. Oh, it's so easy, yeah. Cause we could be off the grid for a while. Airbnb in the city, long as you with me. I ain't really worried about a thing. Tell your girls that you busy. Trying to cater to a king with it. yeah. It's so different with you Polish up my vision with you Purpose like pursuing with you That ain't my man hey, That ain't my man, that's my homegirl If I could, I'd buy you the whole world The picket fence, the Porsche, and the dog Cause when I look at you, I see stars Girls from the hood, this they favorite song Girls from the valley, this they favorite song Yeah, I couldn't wait to call Truly yours I met her at the studio at nighttime. We just vibed, I was hoping it's the right time She don't take pictures from the right side She from Sweden, when I'm on tour, I might slide 510 with a L.A. bun She live in L.A. now, she have L.A. fun I got plans for hundred grand for a first class flight, church in Caicos, tan for it, then hit Japan, Louis pop-up shot, off-white, dog life, I'm like pop-up top, we stand passports, just for thrills. Once again, that is Truly Yours by Eric Bellinger, featuring Dom Kennedy and the game off of the brand new album, New Light, it's available on all music streaming platforms, go check it out, uh, real quick, uh, before I head up out of here, just a slight update with Travis Scott. So Fortnite removes their um, the the Astro World event from their game or whatever. I, I don't know. Like that's gonna solve anything. And let me see. What else do we have here? The Kardashians reportedly edit Travis Scott out of new reality show. I thought. So wait. They ended keeping up with the Kardashians only to come up with a new reality show involving the Kardashians. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like none of this is going to solve anything. That's so dumb. I don't, I don't know. Uh, anyway, Stevie J is filing divorce from Faith Evans unbeknownst to her. Very unexpected. Um, he claims that she has been physical. Well, not claim. I'm pretty sure she is. Uh, she's been physically abusing him. I believe it. And uh, he just decided that he's going to take his crown back and become king. Uh, so 
Yeah, shout out to Stevie J. And uh, this is what I wanted to get into. Logan Paul and Mike Tyson could potentially fight next year. Recently, a reported surfaced that claimed Logan Paul may very well go up against Mike Tyson in a boxing match next year. This glitch in the Matrix news was made that much weirder when you realize how Tyson is 55 and Logan is 26. The age gap is truly heinous. It makes no sense for Tyson to step in the ring with a guy who was less than half his age. With that being said, Logan seems to be excited about the fight as he told Fight Hulu TV that he is going to easily win against the former heavyweight champion. <clears throat> as Paul reveals, the age factor is ultimately what will allow him to win. He's too old, Paul said. He's aging. Father time takes a toll on everyone. I got the reflexes of a cat. Like a young, quick feline, brother. <laughs> okay. Paul went on to cite his fight against Floyd Mayweather. Nothing that his ability to survive the fight is a testament to how good he is in the ring. Of course, many fans will roll their eyes at this. However, Logan does not seem to care one bit. We saw with Floyd, dude. There's no fucking reason that I should be. <laughs> I should have been able to last. Not just last. Floyd's on my highlight reel, dog. There's no reason that should be possible. Let us know what you think or who would win between Paul and Tyson in the comments down below. I'm not going to read the comments. I'm going to say this. Tyson going to fuck you up. He going to whoop you up, bro. Fam. At 55, I am not stepping in the... Fam, I'm shooting Mike Tyson before I decide to get in the ring to box him. Did you not see that fight with him and Roy Jones? And I get it. It was just a quick exhibition between Roy Jones and Mike Tyson. It was nothing too crazy. It was a no knockout rule, whatever. But I fam, don't do it. If this happens, I can't wait. I wasn't interested before, but now I really can't wait. My excitement is through the roof. My excitement right now is compared to when... Um, Right leading up to the Dark Knight coming out. That's where my excitement is right now. I can't wait to see him knock you the hell out. This is going to be wonderful. Anyway, uh, that wraps this episode up for me. Uh, oh, real quick, before I get up out of here. So, Leonardo DiCaprio is in the final talks of starring in a biopic about Jim Jones. The original Jim Jones. The dipset memes on Twitter, the Photoshop pictures are internet gold. Freaking internet gold. I love it. It's hilarious. But yeah, that was it, man. Go check it out on Twitter. It should be everywhere now. Instagram, everything. Uh, Jim, rapper Jim Jones uh, even shared a Photoshop photo of him with Leonardo DiCaprio's face on, on his body. is. It's the funniest shit in the world. But anyway, uh, thank you for listening to episode 363. Real quick, shout out to the John Effect podcast, 12 Kyle podcast, random tandem podcast. We came from bad news. Saturdays with Chicken Duck, brunch with besties. And of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Gummy Name podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. And shout out to Rain Coleman over there at the Carefree Black Nerd podcast. Uh, also, we have a brand new podcast uh, that premiered 
yesterday along so i believe this podcast will be coming out on wednesday the same day as mine so which is fucking dope um so yeah the name of this podcast is sex with friends hosted by wit janae uh first episode is out now on the bynk productions feed on soundcloud and spotify i believe she will be on apple Podcasts as well and um we watch this is back with season two hosted by rain coleman and cole jackson this season is black love eight episodes can't wait to listen i'm excited um I was on the first season. I did Candyman with those two. And yeah, man, I, I really can't wait to listen to it and see what there's one episode in here that I can't wait for. One of the movies is Jason's lyric. Jada Pinkett Smith is in a movie. Already know there's going to be some jokes flying about that. Can't fucking wait. Uh, Where was I? At? Oh, yeah. And shout out to Jasmine Blue. She's one of our blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator. You can go to bynkradio.net, go to the lifestyle section, scroll down to you see social introvert. We also have a brand new blog on our website, which is grown man shit by Rob Immortal. You can follow him on Instagram and Facebook at the immortal mindset. He puts out a blog every Monday. I believe he's at entry number five. So go check him out once again. Grown Man Shit by Robin Mortal. Follow him on Instagram and Facebook at The Immortal Mindset. Uh, music is back on our website, bynkradio.net. We have music. Bike is bike is bike. Uh, underground and mainstream hip hop and R&B. Um, if you're a music artist and you want to submit music, it must be fully mixed and mastered. Just send your music over to bynkradio at gmail.com. And uh, what else? Is there something else that I'm leaving out? I think that's it. And with that being said, guys, um, thank you for listening, man. Yeah, man, I don't know, man. As of late, I've just, I've been on a, a, I'm always somewhat upbeat. I'm real chill, laid back. But I, I feel, I feel like my old self again, a little bit. Like when I was, in my early to mid twenties or something like that. I don't know why. And I was saying this yesterday to a friend of mine. They were like, fam, you just, you just got into like a bad car accident. Like you're, and I said, but I said, but I'm here. And I just started laughing. He was like, he's like, what's wrong with you? I said, I don't know, man. I just, I feel great. Look, I'm in a new city, um, new opportunities. And all I can do is just be grateful for the shit. I just, I'm fine. I am perfectly okay. Um, I still got my shit. I'm still able to record. Listen, if I was not able to record and I lost all my shit in that accident, <laughs> I would have been a wreck, bro. But anyway, whatever. Um, I feel good, man. Uh, let me see. It's a, it's a bunch of shit that I got going on here. Um, I've been kind of slow with Twitch. But I will be doing Twitch real soon, so be on the lookout for that. I'll be doing Twitch sometime. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Twitch. What's today? Third. Oh, duh. It's Thursday. Jesus Christ. Um, 
I'll be doing Twitch probably today or Friday. And I'll just jump on for like an hour, hour and a half and just, you know, bullshit and talk. Uh, but yeah, I'll be back on Twitch real soon. Uh, just trying to get things in order. Um, I've been bouncing back and forth. Uh, just trying to get things in order. But anyway, let me get up out of here. Um, as always, take care of each other. Most importantly, take care of yourselves. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace. We get pushed on. Back up. We run. Back in the circle to freedom. The harder they try to make a change. The more the end of the story stays. Hearts don't break change. social introvert.